Hi. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Autism <laughs> Everyday Podcast. We are your hosts, Swati and Geeta. Welcome back. So this episode is different, very very special because guess where we are? Somewhere <laughs> in southern Africa. <laughs> well, Botswana to be specific. Currently yeah. sitting in the absolute wild. Yeah, in the absolute wild um in the <clears throat> in a game forest reserve and there's nothing around us barring, you know, some shrubs, bushes and our tents. We've been living tents, in tents. Yeah, a lot of sand. Uh birds chirping around, hornbills and I wish I knew the names of many other birds, but yes. Uh starlings and uh, it's peaceful, it's quiet and there's not a sound to be heard. <laughs> it's it's a once in a lifetime experience. Yeah, it's been an amazing um it's been what 10 days now? 8 days? 8 days. 8 days, eight days and uh, you can almost become accustomed to this kind <laughs> of living. And of course the sights you see, the animals, uh it's just something else, right? It's been extraordinary and I think it's been the first time we've disconnected so much from life as we know it mm, mm. but here we are again yeah thinking mm. about all that we do yeah and yeah. in some sense i think it's given us that time and space to think think yeah given us the time and space to think and you know and then that that insane desire to to also be able to share it with with you before uh, it's just an idea and we come back to reality and then you know life takes over There's so many things that we observed around us uh, so many things that we have learned in the course of living the way we are at this point of time in the wild uh, with barely any so called modern facility not even right? a loo <laughs> we don't have a loo <laughs> yeah no lights uh, after once it's dark it's just dark no cell phone coverage no cell phone coverage and so we notice we're recording this without any music and no preliminaries and we can't um load it yeah we, we can't. can't upload it before yeah. we get back but then yeah. yeah we can't wait to share this experience and Absolutely. what it takes us back to thinking about what we do and the people that we work with the kids that we work with and the families that we um are constantly speaking to so Yes, Swati. So yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think we're going to jump right into it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So interestingly, we thought about parenting, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. we are witnessing very different, but yet very similar forms of parenting out yes. here. Yes. Yes. Uh, when we go on the game drives, mm-hmm. wherein we essentially encounter. animals in the wild as mm. they should be mm. witnessed mm. without really dis- disturbing them mm. um and so they're obviously out in the open they're living as naturally as they would mm. and you just get to witness their behavior mm. now very interestingly we we noticed um a lioness yeah a uh, yeah. mom of i don't know if it was four there cubs. was a pride right there was some two three lionesses and x number of cubs cubs and What happened was very interesting and we spent a long long time just just standing there in the vehicle and observing them. And so what we noticed is the lioness had gone to feed. Mhm. So she was um, there was a kill and there yeah. was a kill. 
I don't remember what it was. Do you? Yeah. No. I think it was a black buck or something. It was a black buck or an impala, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh she was essentially helping herself to a good meal and was a little away from the kids, right? It was, was in a bush which is a little away. She was away so the the kids, the cubs didn't know didn't know that mom was away eating this delicious meal. And then when she returned the cubs were near the watching hole yeah and they were so excited to see you they were so <laughs> thrilled right and mom was obviously coming with remnants of her meal on her face right uh, as she would have and we noticed this amazing scene where the cubs went running up to mom with all this love and excitement think about it as you know the excitement on your child's face when you come home after a long day's yeah, work or yeah. you you've stepped out for a bit and you come back and oh, they oh there's mom oh look dad's here exactly <laughs> right that 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 glow so the cubs actually had that glow and they went running bouncing, towards bouncing right? bouncing is the word they went bouncing towards mom and we had all we were recording this on video of course and you know here I, i expected that mom would be equally pleased but what i saw next was Very yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mom actually growled and pushed the cubs down. Yeah, yeah. And uh that was yeah. confusing. Yeah, yeah. And the cubs then learned to sort of quell their excitement, quell their excitement. and be more neutral. And we asked uh, was it our guide? We mm-hmm. asked our guide mm-hmm. why that happened. Mhm. So Yeah, I mean there are no clear answers. Sometimes mom uh, maybe she needed to go and drink water before uh, whatever. He he But really had no clear answer. N- yeah, but then he did point out when she, he didn't have a clear answer at first. Mm. Yes. But when she came closer he noticed there was blood, blood. on her face yeah, yeah. which was remnants of her meal. Yeah. And here's what's interesting that mom didn't want the cubs to think that they could help themselves to a kill. that she had uh, you know enjoyed yeah. she instead wanted them to remain hungry to encourage them to learn to kill on their own and oh, eat it wasn't it fascinating it was beautiful yeah. and and here's the thing the so our guide and he's amazing um he was telling us that she would even sometimes help paralyze um a kill a potential kill but not kill it to encourage the cubs to do the work on their own and then she would sort of fade away any form of assistance yeah, yeah. and she would enjoy her meals by herself mm-hmm. not sharing with the cubs mm. and encourage them to go hunt on their yeah. own isn't that fascinating it's brilliant it's teaching them how to survive and he put it beautifully he said she's ensuring she doesn't spoil them <laughs> right Which, because they cannot survive in the wild if they are spoiled i thought They're that spoiled. was brilliant yeah, yeah yeah and and so that that kind of puts everything into such clear perspective the mom knows exactly what the you know child needs to survive and is working at it It's not enough to know that my child needs to know how to kill, or my child needs to know how to find a prey and chase it down. But mom is actually walking the talk. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. By not feeling uh, emotionally, uh, you know, overwrought that oh my poor kids they might be hungry or things like that, but actually making it very clear that you guys want to eat, you got to do this. Yeah, right. Isn't that amazing and such a beautiful long-term perspective? Oh yeah. Something we keep talking about uh to parents. Uh 
and i think is applicable across all, i mean not just parents of children with autism but across the board but how we actually do so much for our children isn't mm. it oh yeah yeah all the time yeah and the end of the day it's it's about it's just about survival and uh, there is so much clarity so that takes us back to the question of why why is feeding i mean takes me to feeding because this particular instance was about feeding but why is feeding such a big deal among us human beings and why do we make it so complex for our children right one we pander to their needs two we, we feed them we feed why do them? we feed them nobody's yeah. going to feed them yeah and three we insist that you know um have you not eaten enough of that you have to eat more of this you need to do this you you have to finish what's on your plate uh, you you need to eat more otherwise you will be hungry um so on and so forth i mean my child needs milk in the middle of the night because if he's hungry he doesn't sleep i mean we have 101 thoughts running in our heads as as parents making this whole meal time thing so complex and at the end of the day making this child ultra ultra dependent yeah so takes me back to that that research paper of ours where every parent spoke about i want my child to be independent but how so few of them are willing to walk the talk starting from something as basic as um the child being able to decide what he wants to eat when he wants to eat how much he wants to eat and feed himself feed himself <laughs> and all you control are the choices that yeah. you provide so yeah. it's either choice a or choice b what would you like and you eat and the child gets to make that yeah. so that's really your role to make sure you are providing reasonable but intelligent choices uh, for the child and then the rest is up to them yeah yeah and i think the the second big learning <laughs> again this is from our perspective uh, shoot <laughs> has been this whole thing about uh, the another contentious issue being toilet training <laughs> oh man where do we begin right so like i said it's been an experience for us uh, we are so used to modern conveniences and here we are um pitch tents and so all there is is a uh, a hole in the ground a hole in the ground a deep hole dry loo dry no water loo. no yeah. running water yeah you you do your job and you just cover it up with a shovel with a shovel less. and yeah. uh, some um charcoal and sand and uh, so it was hard mm. i'm not saying it's easy it continues to be a little hard even now You be. think I'm getting used to it? I could be. I'm okay looking at the Milky Way and you know, that's, being in the loo. That's fine with yeah. me. That's the plus of it that you look up at the sky and it's a beautiful, beautiful sky. You can just absolutely there's no light. There's no light pollution. There's no air pollution. There's no light pollution. Never seen the sky like this. Yes, you worry a little about what if there is, you know, a leopard or some or a snake that is sitting or the hyena the that tree. visits us, you know, <laughs> to drink water from our basin. Yeah. yeah. You always worry about what if something falls on me and I don't know what it is. It's dark. I remember there are no lights. But about how toilet training should again be something that 
we need to start working on really really early with the children and make everything like eating toileting such a normal process it's what every human being needs to know and why are our children any different yes some of them may take a little longer but are we trying early enough are we trying hard enough and are we trying long enough before we give in and go back to our comfort zones of diapers and uh, just diapers yeah right um so takes us back to thinking you know it's time to simplify life it's time to be very clear about if you say you want this for your child then you just make it happen and it'll happen your child can do it oh yeah i think more of it is in our heads than it is in their heads i agree fully and yeah. the longer you pander to them the longer then i think they're going to start believing that yeah this is what i can do and this is what i cannot do they start believing in it too so how early can you wean or wean your child of diapers how early can you get your child starting to feed himself or herself and how early can you expose them to experiences like going to a different place or yeah. visiting a relative's house or yeah. Yeah. you know yeah yeah traveling traveling right it's the so why why are we looking at the wild looking at the hippos the elephants while yeah those those herds of elephants they were protecting their little ones from the wild animals in that the little ones were always walking in between you the, know yeah, the, the big adults, one, the yeah. adults but still they are doing everything you know they bend down they drink water they walk they oh, walk nobody's carried yeah. yeah and they walk the distance they have to uh, to reach the water hole from wherever they are so the this little one walks with the herd and we didn't hear them complaining about aching legs <laughs> <laughs> right so they walk the distance they do what their parents do and remember that line is yesterday she kind of just looked at the children and made one there was a little different kind of a growl it is not a roar but there was a growl and the kids immediately sat down where they were yeah yeah i don't know what her instruction was but clearly it was like stop moving and just sit down and it's brilliant they just sat where they were and looked at her like that the referencing how does that all come because they are very clear what does this child need to know yeah to survive so what do our children need to know to survive i mean it begin not deaf i'll tell you what they don't need to know you don't need literacy and numeracy to survive it's a great add on skill yeah, but you don't need it to survive so why are we then hankering after you know when will my child read when will my child write does your child know how to shouldn't we instead we worry about can my child feed himself does my child know what he or she wants to eat can my child indicate he wants to go to the toilet can he go to the toilet can he complete whatever part of the process he should be able to given his or her age you know can he make choices um can he communicate his basic needs is so much to survival there is so so much to survival but if we hanker after independence yet continue to protect our children um keep them from you know see no evil hear no evil kind of thing but don't let them don't expose them to the realities of life then how are we helping them survive 
because the world is the only place is going to teach them how to survive and they need to live in this world long after we are gone so maybe it's time for us to start thinking about walking the talk really and thinking about what do you mean when you say i want my child to be independent and this is something every parent says i don't want him to go to ivy league or iit i don't care i just want to send him to school so he can socialize with others uh, i just want him to be independent but how many of you are really walking the talk something to really really think about well said on that note we are off on our next game drive so catch you on the other side see you bye